0: Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. with the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's good to be with you as we continue speaking about the need for living in the realm of the Holy Spirit. We started on Monday morning, even repeated it yesterday that we are being called to be a distinctly different kind of people than the rest of the world. And the reference for that, and I encourage you to go back to the book of Esther, chapter 3, verse 8, because it talks about how the people of Israel that were living in Persia, which is modern-day Iran, were living under another law. And it wasn't the Torah, it wasn't the written law, but the word law there meant a manner of living, and we firmly believe that this is what the call of God is upon our lives, those who call upon the name of the Lord, Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, and the Savior of the world. We are going to be a distinctly different people by living differently. And through the course of the first two days, we went through a number of scriptures. Juni read from Hebrews uh, chapter 4, verse 12, which clearly shows that God has divided the soul and the spirit. We cannot live in the realm of the soul we need to live in the realm of the spirit. We spoke from First Corinthians chapter two, verses nine to twelve. We mentioned Romans chapter one, verse nine, and yesterday we closed the program. And I'd like to pick it up there. Yeah, Junie.
2: I just want to mention that we also read scriptures that had to do with seeing that Adam was created as a living nephesh, a living soul that God breathed into his nostrils, and he became a living soul, meaning he had his mind, his will, and his emotions, but he really belonged to God until he took a bite of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which um, the Lord told him not to do. And so his spirit died within him. And we saw in, was it um, Corinthians, Shelley, where um, the second Adam, Jesus, became a living spirit. Yes. So Lord. when we're born again, the Spirit of God comes into our hearts and Jesus comes into our heart and he quickens our spirit and we become alive. And it's through his spirit in us that divides for us through the word of god which is stronger than a two-edged sword in dividing the soul and the spirit from for us so we are going to be talking this week about not giving into our own mindset god has given us the mind of christ or doing just what we think or feel but turning to god for his spirit to guide us and for us to learn to walk in His Spirit.
1: Our program closed yesterday when we looked at Romans 7, 6, and basically it's a wonderful verse because it shows that we are called to serve in newness of the Spirit, not in the oldness of the letter of the law. And now we even see, and going back through Esther 3, 8, we have to live in another manner of life. That doesn't affect, that affects everything, I should say, even the way we worship the Lord And, Junie, I know uh, you're going to look at a scripture right out of the Gospel of John because it really talks about that even our worship, everything we do, should be in the realm of the Spirit.
2: And we find that, Shelley, in John 4, verse 23, but an hour is coming, and now it is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for such people the Father seeks to be. Is worshipers.
1: Again, we cannot worship God in the realm of the flesh or the soul. It has got to be in the spirit. And Junie mentioned over the past two days and even uh, touched it today that if we are not in the spirit, we're relying on our old nature, the wisdom of the world, which is earthly, sensual, and devilish. It's living the natural life and we can only have fellow, a fellowship in the spirit with the Lord Turn with me, we've been in 1 Corinthians quite a bit, but if you turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, we see another important uh, verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. But the one who joins himself to the Lord is one spirit with him. That's an incredible verse, Junie. We cannot be joined with the Lord other than in the realm of the Holy Spirit because God is spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. That's the freedom that God gives us. Not to do what we want, but the freedom to know that we are in relationship with the living God, spirit to spirit, where it will allow deep to call unto deep. That is the reality that God is calling his people to be. Certainly in the end day in these end days, as things are gonna get quite difficult on the face of the earth.
2: We find in Uh, the book of Romans in chapter 6 verse 6 knowing this that our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with so that we would no longer be slaves to sin and why is this so important Shelley because there are many believers we've served the Lord for almost 40 years who still live in sin, that really the depth of understanding of what Jesus did for us, when we're born again, when his life lives in us, the power of that life breaks the power of sin in our life. But because we have a a free will to choose, many times we choose to live in the soul of the flesh. And that's what this program is all about this week, to learn to live in the Spirit. And so when we see what Jesus really did for us, we can begin to cry out to Him to actually overpower in us that desire to sin, that we would keep our minds stayed on the Lord and cry out to Him to do what we know is right in Him so that His life begins to live in and through our life, to love to forgive, to live a holy life, to give a a life of giving, a life of worship, a life of being one in the Spirit with God. And so we hope that these words will produce the life of the Word that's sent forth. It says that His Word cannot return void. It will accomplish all that it's sent out to do. Our prayer is for the listeners to know that God is able to deliver you, He's able to bring That's right. uh, shalom, peace to your soul, and He's able to guide you into all truth.
1: Bless the Lord. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to uh, the first epistle of Peter, First Peter chapter one, verse three. Very, very encouraging verse. First Peter one three says, "Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ." who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. I want to emphasize one word in that verse. He has called us to be born again according to a living hope. That word in Greek is zeo. If we spelled it phonetically, it would be perhaps D-Z-A-O. That speaks of a spiritual life. In other words, we've come out of our natural way of living. We no longer are living like the first Adam, but now we are born again through the power of the resurrection of the Messiah into a living hope, into a spiritual life. And the new birth, being born again, as Juni has spoken over these days, is the impartation of divine life. That which is born of flesh is flesh. But that which is born of the Spirit is Spirit. And the Word of God will not speak to our reasoning, our minds, our soul, or our flesh. God's work, God's Word, I should say, will only speak and minister to our Spirit. And we can know Scripture and all the Bible doctrine and even live an improved life. But it will not lead to regeneration. And the only knowledge of God which is of spiritual value, is that which we receive by revelation by the Holy Spirit to our own spirit. Junie, we are blessed when we know the Lord.
2: We are blessed, Shelley, because uh, our Jewish people teach today that Jesus is dead. Yes. And the truth is, not only is he alive, but he's all living hope in the Lord so that we might have newness of life. And if you turn with me to Galatians chapter 1 verse 15 and 16, it reads, But when God, who had set me apart even from my mother's womb and called me through his chesed, through his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with flesh and blood. So this was Paul speaking to the church at Galat- uh, in uh Galatia. Galatia, and telling them he was chosen by God even in his mother's womb, and as a Jew, the leaders of Israel did not accept Jesus as the Messiah. they thought that he was a heretic, that's why they crucified him because they cried out, "Crucify him!" and we you and I know Shelley that Jesus gave himself as a sacrifice, as an offering for our people Israel and for the nations, for the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But we see here that Paul was preaching to the Gentiles and he didn't go and speak to the leaders of Israel about this. He didn't go to Gamaliel who was his teacher and head rabbi but he went directly to the Lord. He didn't consult with flesh and blood. And this is what we're encouraging our listeners this week. To learn to walk in the Spirit is not what somebody else tells you to do, although you might receive godly counsel from a pastor or a counselor, but the um, Word of God and the Holy Spirit are what guide you and lead you into all truth, because Jesus promised after His resurrection that He would send the Spirit of Truth, and that Spirit teaches us to listen and to obey, Shema, to walk in the Spirit and not give in to the things I think, I feel, or my flesh that it wants to do.
1: Amen. I think of the word in the in our bio, in the Hebrew Bible, Junie, that says. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And uh, perhaps we can remember that verse, even as we go off the air now, that it's nothing in the flesh or soulish realm. It's always in the spirit by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you.
2: Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this
1: incredible provision that you've given us to commune with you in and through and by the Holy Spirit. Make us a distinctly different people in Jesus' name.